You thought it was Elijah who was revived. No, 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 no. It was just this Moabite that had touched the bones of Elisha. Hey everyone, welcome to the Mirror Scriptura podcast in the last uh, cycle of the Northern Elijah and Elisha narrative. Today's episode will probably be a pretty short episode. There's not much text to this cycle, cycle, so it probably won't take that long. But I still think it's pretty interesting, so I hope you enjoy it. If you haven't already, be sure to check out the introductory episode uh, for this series, as well as all of the other episodes. And as usual, uh, I'll have a corresponding blog post to go along with this episode. On that blog post, we'll have a mere reading map so that you can see uh, visually how I've derived this opposing narrative from the biblical narrative. And I'll also have my written commentary and any citations that I might have there. The primary concern for this uh, cycle is once again uh, dealing with Elisha's reputation and the aspects of that in this cycle will be uh, did Elisha die from his sickness and the opposing narrative uh, it's going to say no he didn't Um, and in the biblical narrative it's going to say yes he did Uh, so it's kind of counterintuitive there Uh, and why did the king of Israel shoot the arrow of deliverance in the opposing narrative, it's just going to be the king of Israel shooting it on his own, and then the biblical narrative is going to inject Elisha into that whole sequence. As usual, I'll be referring to the author of the source as M, based on the title uh, given at BibleCriticism.com, which is The Miracle Workers. So I'll be using M for short. If you're new to mere reading, don't know what it is, uh, have a listen to this. Reading is a method of interpreting the Bible and discovering the original authorial intent. By reflecting some of the text, mirror reading is able to reconstruct the opposing narratives or arguments that the biblical authors were responding to. Mirror Scriptura is dedicated to using this exciting method to bring new understanding to the biblical text. To learn more about mirror reading, please visit mirrorreading.com. Alrighty, so uh, let's get into the text now, and today we're going to be in 2 Kings, this is chapter 13. Now, Elisha had fallen sick of his sickness, whereof he died. Okay, so really stressing that he died from the sickness. The king of Israel came down unto him and wept over his face, fa- wept over his face and said, O oh, my father, my father, the chariot of Israel and the horsemen thereof. Uh, okay, so this is dealing with a couple of aspects here. One is, M uh, wants you to know that Elisha was real chummy with the king of Israel so that you don't think he was a, uh, a traitor to Syria and that he lived in Syria. So this, this is showing how close Elisha was to the king of Israel and how loyal he was to Israel as well. Now, this may be playing into another aspect of, you know, was Yahweh a strong war god? We really saw this. Uh, this was really prevalent in the uh, series on the northern book of Judges. Not so prevalent here, but uh, in this part here, referring to Elisha as uh, the chariot of Israel and the horsemen thereof, uh, kind of making an excuse for Israel not having a strong army uh, because they had Elisha instead. Uh, we saw this a little bit in the 
uh, City of Dothan episode where the Syrian army was attacking and there was no uh, resistance from the uh, Israelite army because there just wasn't an army there to, res- to resist them. Uh, and uh, M uh, spins that and says that's, you know, that's because Elijah told them they were going to attack there so they, didn't, they could move and avoid the conflict. Uh, also, you, there's the uh, injection by M into that cycle of uh, the uh, chariots of fire to make up for that lack of, of uh, troops. So, continuing. And Elisha said unto him, Take bow and arrows. And he took unto him bow and arrows. Okay, so this begins a sequence where in the opposing narrative, the uh, king of, of Israel takes a bow and arrow, shoots, shoots arrow out the window and declares, you know, this is, this is the, the, the arrow of deliverance from Syria and that they were going to defeat the Syrians at this place, uh, Afek. Um, and I believe there's some historical backing to this. I think the Israelites actually did defeat the Syrians at Afek. But uh, M here is going to inject uh, Elisha into this sequence here. So everything that the king does, every every step of this uh, this arrow thing here, he's going to make make it because the king does what Elisha says. So, uh, you know, try to follow along here because it's going to go, you know, Elisha said this, the king did this. Elisha said that, the king did that. And we, we start to see this already in what I just read. Elisha says, says to him, take, you know, take the bows and arrow, and he takes the bows and arrows. All right, so con- continuing this pattern. And he said unto the king of Israel, put thine hand upon the bow, and he put his hand upon it. And Elisha put his hands upon the king's hands. So now, really, really, M's really inserting Elisha into this whole sequence here. And he said, open the window eastward, and he opened it. Then Elisha said, shoot, and he shot. And he said, uh, the arrow of the Lord's deliverance and the arrow of deliverance from Syria. So M injecting uh, Yahweh into this sequence as well. So it's not just an arrow of deliverance from Syria. It's an arrow of the Lord's, of Yahweh's deliverance. For thou shalt smite the Syrians in Aphek till, till thou have consumed them. And Elisha died. Okay, again, make sure everybody knows that he died, even though he already said it at the beginning. And they buried him. And the bands of the Moabites invaded the land at the coming in of the year. And in it and, and it came to pass, as they were burying a man, that behold, they spied a band of men, and they cast the man into the sepulchre of Elisha. And when the man was let down and touched the bones of Elisha, he revived and stood up on his feet. So in the opposing narrative, it's going to be it's going to be Elisha that is revived and stands up on his feet, so he doesn't die. And so M in the biblical narrative, he injects this whole story about the Moabites coming in there, and he still involves Elisha. He still involves the bones of Elisha, and uh, you know this guy gets revived when he touches the bones of Elisha, and that's M's way of saying, oh, you thought you thought it was Elisha who was re- revived? No, 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 no. It was just this Moabite that had touched the bones of Elisha. It wasn't actually Elisha. It was just this guy who touched the bones of Elisha, and he was he was revived. Now this seems kind of counterintuitive because it seems like it'd be uh, beneficial for M to want Elisha to be uh, revived, like it'd be a a good thing 
but um you know for whatever reason that you know that's that's what the mirror reading indicates so that's what i'm telling you all right well that's the end of the text for today not much to it uh still hope you enjoyed it hope you enjoyed this whole series really love sharing uh this stuff with you i find it extremely interesting so next up, it's going to be uh, the book of Amos. It's next on my list to mirror read. I haven't done a uh, haven't done a book like that yet. That's of the you know pure pure prophetic genre. Uh, I've looked at it a little bit already, and it's uh, it's considered a northern writing. But uh, just my initial review of it, it looks like that it was really southern propaganda made to look like a northern writing. So if that's the case, it should be really interesting. Uh, We'll see if that theory holds up uh, throughout the uh, mirror reading process. Uh, It'll probably be a bit before I come out with that episode. Um, This, you know, I've been working really hard on this Elijah, Elisha narrative. So I'm going to take a break for a while and uh, get back to doing some things in my life that I should be doing (laughs) and taking care of some things I should be taking care of instead of uh, trying to figure out... uh, the opposing narrative all day. All right, so if you have any questions, be sure to hit me up on Twitter. My handle is Mira Scriptura, uh, or my website, which is mirreading.com. All right, thanks, and have a great day. <laughs> <laughs>